You're listening to a Countout Pod. not the theme song This is Amanda Bones. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, episode 46. Um, everybody, I need you to grab a box of tissues and maybe a letter that was written to you in high school from your crush, because we're going to cover GCW's emo fight. It's fucking emo fight. <laughs> so be prepared to just cry and probably fight us on what emo is or is not we're gonna try to not girl boss gatekeep (laughs) but you know what (laughs) we're also old ladies so we're allowed to we are old ladies (laughs) um yeah when i saw that they were doing this i was like oh fuck yeah i i know that it's i figured it was gonna be a lot of my my chemical romance which fine that's what the children love um but yeah I was really excited I was excited when they did an emo fight um I also kind of figured it would be a lot of my chemical romance which just lets me know that like any wrestler in any part of this is too young for me I was okay so they did say something um in one of the matches and I was shocked to find out how young someone was because I did not realize how young they were. They're like 24, 25, even younger in some of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am 10 years older than that. Yeah, we're very old ladies. We're um, very old. <laughs> we are very old at this point. <laughs> so our, our threshold for emo is maybe a little bit skewed, slightly older but <laughs> yes. I would say that a fair amount of the bands that were chosen for e- this emo fight were considered a little bit more on the screamo side of things. Sure, sure. Even maybe a little pop punky. Little and pop punky. This isn't even just personal opinion based. We have a fact checker called isthisbandemo.com. Yes, we can <laughs> we consulted the authority, which is um the wonderful people at Wash Up Emo. If you have not listened to them, it's a great <laughs> podcast. And um, I forget the dude's name, but he makes wonderful mixes on Spotify. If you're into some actual like emo deep cuts, <laughs> so, go check them out. Yeah, it's Wash Up Emo. But um, yeah, is this band emo.com? They'll give you a little bit of sass with everything that you look up, and you'll be surprised as to what bands are emo and what bands are not. And then also, he has a few other websites like Is This Band Punk and Is This Band Metal, I think, or Hardcore. Hardcore is the other one. Oh, because that's always a questionable one, too. Yes. So fun. <laughs> 
yeah okay, we'll try not to ge- gatekeep too hard yeah um GCW is amazing and I wish that they just stayed in LA all the time so that I could go to everything yeah like, I, wanna I wanted say, to say go to this I wanted to go to this as well they also um I think they only put out two shirts but Ali Catch and Effie put out two fucking amazing shirts Ali mm-hmm. made my favorite of all time because I I mean Jesse Lacey did some shitty stuff that we found out about later but one of my favorite bands growing up was brand new it was the <laughs> turmoil that was brand new versus taking back sunday and ally catch made a spoof shirt that had her on the side and it said ally catch rings are for lockups not breakups yes something and like that I, fuck and then she put like the last of them up on her site and i missed out on them and i was super fucking bummed so Damn it. Uh, it's whatever. Um, and then Effie did a spoof on an under oath shirt, which um my, fir- my first my first thing is under oath is not an emo band. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my first thing for you guys today. Under not an emo band. No. But so question, what did um I don't know if we should get on into this, but I need to know. You can cut it out later if you have to. <laughs> what did brand new do? Oh, Jesse Lacey. Um uh basically was like grooming teenage girls no always with this i do not understand women your age exist they are plentiful there was um a really funny well funny to me because as an adult woman it's funny um (laughs) there was a funny tiktok that i saw the other day that a girl was like oh how dance moves to keep um punk pop punk dudes away at a show and it was her (laughs) it was her just standing there and it said of age Can we make hoodies that say that? Nobody's going to come near us these days anyways, but I'm so into a hoodie that says of age to rock at shows. Yeah. Just start all the fights, Amanda. Seriously. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, maybe you don't try to hook up with impressionable young girls. Everybody. <laughs> come on. Everybody. Jesus fucking Christ. It's just like one scene after another crumbling. Mm-hmm. This was um this was a little while ago. I think this one took place maybe um twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty. Mm. So. I missed hearing about this one. That sucks. Mm-hmm. God, you guys. Anyways. I fucking love brand new. So that was really shitty. that was a hard blow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little sad right now. <laughs> like uh, I'm gonna have to not listen to them for a minute yeah give give you guys a break um (laughs) so our first match was a six-way scramble um oh but wait oh sorry yes we gotta talk about the real life emo boy (laughs) i did not get his name he sang two songs um oh oh zach what was his name zach overboard okay uh yeah okay also, can I tell you that I love the fact that everyone throughout this evening felt the need to confirm that they are not an emo poser, which had me hysterically laughing every time they did it. Yeah, it's okay, guys. Like, it's it's all right. <laughs> like, emo's not for everybody. It's okay if you're not into it, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm also at a point where I'm like, 
bro, I grew up punk and like every fuck, as soon as you put a patch on your fucking thing, there was a dude asking you to name three songs. So at this point I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it, it kind of, it was funny because yeah, it, it definitely felt like the, that every, yeah, every dude felt like he had to prove themselves. <laughs> so it's like, it's okay. It's okay, bud. You don't have to. Fine. but also welcome to the world of being a woman into music so seriously oh he's know. from the band um man overboard okay i know that band but mm-hmm. i was not in, not aware of any of his music although I, he had a line in that first song something about leaving something with his phone in his center console and i was fucking dying laughing <laughs> that's so good so good um also, I love that we just started emo fight night immediately with an acoustic guitar and a guy singing. Like, <laughs> way to set the tone for the entire show. Yeah. It was pretty Seriously. fantastic. So, okay, sorry. The first match is six-way scramble. Yeah, six-way scramble. Um, a lot of people in this match. Um, I I don't have the list of music, so that's going to be a little difficult. I know Amanda has some of the songs written down, but Probably. I don't have all I don't have all the the songs um, written down that everybody rock walked out to. So, um, yeah, Matt Van. Okay, so here's the people that were in the match: Matt Vandegrift, Steve Sanders, Dante Leone, Chris Carter, Colby Carino, and Lucky Thirteen. Now, I remember Lucky 13, actually, he was the last guy because they were like, last yes. guy, last guy, last guy, or whatever, or one more guy or something. Yeah, because <laughs> he wasn't coming out and they rang the bell and they were like, no, there's one more person. Yeah, because there was, I this show did, did have its technical difficulties. It did. Um, it we will say that. And his music didn't hit, but his, I did know his song. Well, because he had the entire crowd singing along with him. And it was a starting line song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The starting line. Don't even get me started on them. So um, the only other ones, it looks like I know. Okay, so Matt Vandergrift came out to My Chemical Romance. We already expected a ton of this. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what Steve Sanders came out to, but I knew the song. Okay. And then Dante Leon came out to Taking Back Sunday. Okay, nice great um and then the rest of them I have no fucking clue I knew the songs but for the life of me could not recall who was singing them yeah and I was having a hard time like hearing some of them yes but um well because the commentators were like talking constantly so welcome to the world of um I know okay everyone has their opinion on Kevin Gill um Kevin Gill just really likes to talk (laughs) and that's fine but it's hard when you like actually want to hear people's entrances yeah just continually to talk over them you're like just shut up for a second please (laughs) thanks anyway i really hope um someone makes like a massive playlist of just all the songs that were used that'd be really cool that would be rad alley catch can you do that please because i know you orchestrated like this entire thing this was yeah this was just an alley catch like event i don't know i think brett lauderdale was just like hey alley you want to make a show here you go yeah what do you want to do do you have any ideas put it together Perfection. Um, um it was a fun first match definitely there was a very cute like very in sync super kick that happened right at the beginning which was super fun mm-hmm. um there were so many DDTs and crazy flips 
yeah it like I swear to god I just went whoa oh shit yeah what the fuck was that like throughout the entirety of this pay-per-view even I was doing Mm -hmm. a lot of that like we had some fucking talent roll out for this one holy Mm -hmm. shit holy shit also, um, I saw I'm Dante at the GCW live event I went to. So it yeah. was fun seeing people I recognized. Like, that was fucking rad. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. There's I like... Feel... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You're good. There's like two others that I recognized that I wrote down. I feel like everyone kind of in this match at least got their opportunity to kind of show off their stuff. For sure. Also... You know, who am I to judge? But I don't love the wrestling name Lucky 13. I don't, yeah, and I don't know who, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, it was kind of meh. Meh. Okay. Anyway. Also, was it Dante <laughs> that came out with two masks on? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we got a mask. And then he took it off and it was like, oh shit, another mask. He was kind of scary too. Well, and I'm like, why do we have so many masks on? Just for you to take all of them off when you start wrestling. I know. He could have kept the second one on. It would have been really creepy. It was just very interesting. I don't understand. But, you know, I don't have to understand. Hey, and he won. He came out victorious. He did win. I was pretty excited that he won. He does some really cool, like, off the top rope flippy shit. He does. I like his hair a lot, too. His hair is very fun. Um... (laughs) Yeah, so that would kind of set the tone at the beginning to kind of, mm-hmm. like, uh, come out with a bang. Um, I was kind of shocked that the next match was so towards the beginning. I don't know why. I thought maybe Dang. they would save Allie for, like, the end-ish. Like, second to last match? Yeah, but um, so the next yeah. one is uh, Gabby Ortiz versus the more recently dubbed Allie Way. Yes. A.K.A. Allie Catch. <laughs> Um, I really liked so in theirs they had these had these huge screens behind them, which was kind of cool. Um, yes, I smacked my mic. Um, so they had these huge screens behind them, and it said they had, had like three little tombstones, and one said Alley Cat, one said Alley Catch, and one said Alleyway. She came out like in this like fucking clandestine shirt, which just took me back, and I was like, oh, what, what. Well, and she had like tears drawn on her makeup. Yeah, she had <laughs> shit written on her hand. It was like, oh God, I can't Stop do it. Throwing me back to junior high and high school. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, and I love that she like put on this whole like emo sad girl persona the whole time. It was pretty rad. Yeah. And she like, so she came out to um, fucking from first to last. Oh God. I don't remember what the, do you know what the song's called? I do not remember this. No, it's it's called remember. Note to Self, right? I think so. I just, I didn't yeah, even remember the band name. Self. I just remember going, is this Skrillex? Yeah. <laughs> um, pre, Pre-Skrillex days. Is yeah. Skrillex first last, first, which I thought was like an amazing song to come out to because it's, it's definitely got some hype to it. It does. Did we consult the emo gods about from first to last is not considered an emo band right right from first to last is not an emo band <laughs> the fir- not... the first hit of the evening <laughs> yeah i'm not giving this up it's not no they said also i didn't get to hear what gabby ortiz was coming out to because the commentators yeah i kept talking over it um yeah uh 
couldn't really hear. Yeah. Nope. What she had come out to. So sorry, Gabby. We were trying to listen. Um, the, the one thing I did hear Kevin Gill say was uh when um Allie kind of had Gabby like tucked in the corner. Uh-huh. Cause Allie does this thing now where she pulls knives on people. Um yes. but they were saying how like how Gabby was very like Allie needs to watch her back because <laughs> Gabby's Puerto Rican. Dude, I, and I was like, Amanda predicted this. <laughs> I was laughing so fucking hard when he said it because I was like, them Puerto Rican bitches be crazy. Yeah. And I know this because I am a Puerto Rican bitch and I have pulled a knife on someone. <laughs> so like fact checking, it is true. Puerto Rican women are to be feared. Yes. And so, yeah, when he was saying all that shit, it was like, oh my God, this is too funny but also yeah don't say that shit unless you want to get cut because they will cut you (laughs) they will cut you I really liked Gabby Ortiz too I thought she did amazing she did pretty good this is the first time that I have ever that I recall seeing her I feel like maybe I saw her at Ali Catch's hot girl summer thing oh okay but I'm not a hundred percent on that I've seen her somewhere before Mm -hmm. but um I actually got to see more wrestling out of her this time Mm -hmm. but you you know like our girl was there so i know um, i know i know like i'm sorry i at this point in time i can't even tell you exactly what it is about alley catch that gets me but she's got me i am such a mark for this woman it's not even funny (laughs) and we need to talk about the brief moment where she used gabby's arm as a microphone to sing hawthorne heights lyrics i know (laughs) (laughs) it was so funny bro funny badass like and of all of all the songs to choose Hawthorne Heights was such a good one like just break like, out in Ohio is for lovers it was so great were you giving us some prediction of a certain Ohio person that you do not like that was going to come out later is that why you're singing a Hawthorne Heights oh my goodness I don't know I'm currently plugging them into the, is this band emo? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then my favorite part is the response is, I feel bad, but yes, no. <laughs> That's funny. I just wish they would tell us what genre they are considered then. That's the only thing about, is this band emo that I wish there was more of? Okay, mm-hmm. they're not emo, but then what are they? Yeah. I am a person that likes labels. It is part of my generation. I apologize in advance, <laughs> but labels are helpful sometimes. Yeah. Um, anyway, Allie ends Moving up taking on. this. Yeah, Allie ends up taking this one. She kind of gets her, gets Gabby in that Boston Crab. That was so sick. I love that move. Me too. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, side note. It's probably not a required comment, but I liked the wrestling chones Allie had on this evening. They were a little bit smaller in the back. It was very nice for the viewpoints. <laughs> um, also, Gabby's studded belt was perfect. Yeah, she looks super makes, cute. It makes me want to go get a studded belt. <laughs> Seriously, there's some of these outfits I was like, mm, I want all the fucking hot some of that black <laughs> I was like god do you remember when every girl that was their favorite colors like my favorite colors are hot pink and black my um 
screen name for a while because uh, your girl used to change her screen name like she changed. I was going to say my underwear, but um, that's pro. Let's be real. You changed your screen name a lot. It's yeah, it's a sufficient <laughs> um, for a second. My screen name was your hot pink nightmare. Oh, that's so, right. <laughs> always fucking ridiculous. Yeah, always with X's, always with like weird spellings of the word your oh yeah i don't know why properly why you are do you remember when people spelled by b-i-b-i like bye-bye so stupid oh my god oh trash anyway oh yeah and um (laughs) my very first screening was emo ducky 08 so wow shout out my first screening i think my first screening was eat your heart out that was your first one I think no there was one before that it was probably a midtown reference for sure oh my god okay side complete side note because I've been on TikTok (laughs) for like hours someone was talking about Gabe from midtown which okay Gabe from Cobra Starship someone in the comments said Gabe had another band that was not Cobra Starship and I was like you don't know Midtown." yes midtown what the fuck oh my god this I almost is where had a we're panic at. <laughs> this is where we're at we only know gabe from cobra starship at this point jesus christ kids research i was like wait Come you don't on. know midtown mid and midtown was huge maybe not as huge as cobra starship but they were like fairly well known in the indie scene i didn't think cobra starship was that big i'm gonna look up his midtown emo i wonder if well because cobra starship like hit mtv and everything which i don't think midtown ever did yeah they did anyway we're not gonna get in a fight over this are you sure we might fight about it (laughs) oh my god yeah fuck i I love that gabe from cobra starship had another band yeah motherfuckers midtown and now (laughs) now they all have normal ass jobs yeah except for gabe yeah, well, I mean, I kind of figured. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So the next one, or we get a slight, a different, um, musical performance by. I'll be completely honest. I fast forwarded through that. <laughs> so we, so Wicca phase. Um, Wicca phase does Darby's theme, but he was also in a band called Tiger's Tiger's Jaw. Okay. Yeah, I'll I really like. I really like Tiger's Jaw. Um, I don't want to be mean, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, I, I, just, I, I saw know. a dude. I saw a dude with a microphone, and then the DJ started playing a track, and I was like, "No, I'm out. I'm out. You don't even have an acoustic guitar. Get away from me." <laughs> um. Hmm. So I just fast forwarded into the next match. Yeah. Um, so I really like Everett Connors. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why was the only thing the commentators talking about, about him and his long distance girlfriend? I don't know. So I didn't understand that either because I was like, why is he so fixated on his girlfriend? Yeah. Like, there's wrestling happening, sir. I like, get it. He's in a long-term 
long distance relationship. He hasn't been able to see see her. COVID. I get it, but that's all they talked about. It was very strange. Anything about wrestling. It was like, very, very strange. It was yeah. Um I didn't like that because I actually really liked this match. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I liked Dylan McKay a lot as well. I um, think I was rooting more for Dylan than I was Everett. Yeah. And well, people say Dylan- Everett kind of has like a, a little bit of like an orange Cassidy vibe to him. Oh, okay. Because he's kind of just like like okay, not to bring it back to I have to stop talking about Dan the dad (laughs) not to bring it back to that but um there's an interview that he did with um Dan the dad on like glory days on high spots Uh and um he's just like a yeah he's like a very chill guy like he's just like (laughs) okay all right like he just yeah he's just got chill vibes and I would I like I don't see him in the same vein as Orange Cassidy but um I think he's just like, yeah, he's just like a, a whatever dude. He's kind of that new school, like very meta of like, I'm into wrestling because it's just what I'm good at and it's whatever. And like, we're just <laughs> here to do whatever. Like, yeah, he's just like those kids that are in high school now. Oh, Reminds me of my freaking nephew, basically. Just whatever forever vibes. Basically, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But I did not like the fact that, yeah, Kevin Gill just kept talking about his fucking girlfriend. His girlfriend's beautiful. Like, I follow her on Twitter. She's also a wrestler. But, like... But, like, do we need to hear about their fucking relationship? No, especially when there's actual wrestling going on. It was really weird. I didn't like it, but... I didn't. I did not appreciate it. Especially um, with all the shit that happens after the match. Yeah, like, we could have been using this time more appropriately, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Um, I thought the match was really good. Um, I thought it was kind of cool because you had, like, the weird goth kid in, in Everett Connors versus Dylan McKay, which was, like, very, very Midwestern emo-looking kid. Yes. Like, the flannel tight jeans and, like, a black shirt. I'm like, oh, this is kind of adorable. Like, now we're mixing all our genres together. <laughs> he Dylan also had like the best emo throwback hair. <laughs> yeah, it's very swoopy. It was, it was so great. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Also, Dylan came out to All Time Low, which I would not consider to be an emo band, but yeah. I knew the song, so I was excited. I'll take what I can get at this point. Yeah. So, um, Everett beats Dylan and then he gets attacked by Charles Mason, which anytime I see Charles Mason's name, I always think it says Charles Manson. It just goes there. I don't know why, but he's always like a suit, suit and tie kind of pervert looking dude. Pervert! <laughs> That's what he looks like. He's like one of those suit and tie looking. I was going to say like, he gives me Boardwalk Empire vibes, but yeah. <laughs> pervert works too (laughs) what he looks like yeah he came out and I was just like okay Mm -hmm. and then he had like two of the biggest dudes with him one could not stop touching his mustache like we get it you have an old-timey mustache it curls up at the end but 
they have this thing called wax now so that it stays in place and you don't have to fiddle with it every mm-hmm. five seconds because that's all he did he just touched his mustache like i don't even think he put hands on ever he's just like he just, walking around twirling his yeah, mustache. Just twisting the ends <laughs> so gross it was interesting and then and he like called the crowd a bunch of babies for being emo and yeah. stuff and he's like oh my god okay and then I'm the like, crowd was like I, you have an acoustic guitar i already know it with that mustache you have an acoustic guitar somewhere in your house shut yeah. up and he put a bag on poor ever connor's head i'm like this is aggressive so at first I got um, concerned, but then I saw Everett poke holes in the nostril part. Oh, so, sick. He's fine. <laughs> so he's fine. He lived, Although, he yeah, I was like, oh, he can breathe. It's fine. Meanwhile, if you did that and I had a breathing hole, I would still <laughs> completely lose my shit and have a panic attack. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So like good acting for Everett. Thank you for maintaining kayfabe. I would have broken it immediately and had a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. I would have panicked. Yeah. 100% would have had a freak out. So I guess we're but getting like, a, a, a match with them now. So I guess it was still just, even like Charles, the Charles Manson guy barely even said that much. He just talked a lot of shit and was like, you're all a bunch of babies. Yeah. Yeah, it felt forced. A little bit. Anyway, we'll just get up to the fact that then there was <laughs> DJ Nick Cage. Oh my God. Okay. And I'm the gonna, best this... line of the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this. I fucking don't want to like Nick Gage. I don't. Why? I don't even have a legitimate reason. I just okay. like the guy's a little kooky, but that's not a reason to dislike him. Like every time I hear his name, I'm like, oh, okay, Nick Gage, cool. And then I just kind of get whatever. And then the minute this guy is given a microphone, I immediately fall in love with him all over again. Mm-hmm. Like he's just so fucking wholesome. It kills me. How is this guy doing? How is this the guy that's doing death matches? And cutting people with pizza slicers when, like, when you say shit, like, (laughs) everybody just be yourself. Everybody just be yourself and don't let anybody tell you to not be yourself. Also, he always says, like, what up to his people on on his, like, prison block or whatever. Yes, (laughs) so adorable. (laughs) And then he says, like, RIP to his brother and RIP to his friend. And then, like, hey to his murder, his MDK crew, which is everybody, because everybody is yeah. part of MDK. <laughs> he just, like, neat, he has this whole speech, and he always says it, and it's always, like, okay, yeah, we know where you're coming from, Nick Gage. Like, we love you, and we appreciate you. And then he goes into, yeah, this whole speech about how you need to be yourself, and you need to, like, not let anybody tell you not to be yourself. And, like... Oh, and that... MDK stands for you doing you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. We're laughing because it's so good. Like it's just yeah. So I'm good. laughing 100 because this murder death kill fellow is just so fucking wholesome. Yeah. Like, like you would you would see this man and you would just see him be so scary yet <laughs> just s- sweet great boy. Yeah, like- 
he's not like he's an incredibly intimidating fellow and I'm sure like if I ever was near him in any physical proximity I would feel scary vibes but then he says shit like MDK stands for you doing you and you just be true to you and then you're just like what the fuck now I want to hug you because you're just so motivational (laughs) um so then he says oh god now play my chemical romance motherfucker (laughs) this man is like the least emo man in the entire world and he just like he just leaned into it it was so great (laughs) well because he came out to like his normal music when he first comes out so I'm like okay Nick Gage was not having any of this emo bullshit like (laughs) and then that came out of his mouth and I legitimately lost it like I'm fucking crying right now thinking about it seriously it was just (laughs) so funny Oh my god, it was amazing. And then he stops the guy. Yeah. He's like, stop playing the music. <laughs> and then he says something else and goes right back into like, okay, now play. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it was um be your motherfucking self again. Yes. Hey security guards, if you let in any haters, That's you'll get right. stomped out. <laughs> okay. And then hold on. Before we get to the next match. He turns around. He says something about like tonight's all about what? And then he turns around to face like the wall of TV screens. And I keep waiting for it to change from the MDK back to the emo fight thing. Mm. And I'm like, the screens aren't changing. Who are you talking to? Nick Gage. Yeah. What are you doing? And then finally I go, oh my God, he has a fucking emo fight t-shirt on. That's what he's fucking talking about. (laughs) So he was just showing off the back of the t-shirt, but because of the fucking huge TV screen wall, I was just like, what's fucking happening? And so then he introduces (laughs) and he says, emo boy, Jimmy Lloyd. Yes. And okay, so we've talked about Jimmy Lloyd like once because when we covered another GCW match, he was on it. Jimmy Lloyd always looks like he has absolutely no emotion. Yeah, yeah. And this yeah. man, and this is what was <laughs> shocking to me. He is younger than 25. Oh. This okay. is who I was shocked about. Is he like 19? No, Jimmy Lloyd, I think is I think they said he was like 23 or 24. Okay still very young <laughs> let me see exactly how old he is <laughs> oh my no, god he's, he's 22 oh my god a fucking child um and he's killing <laughs> himself okay anyway basically um this tiny baby was he even alive when my chemical romance was around i, I shouldn't say that I almost spit take Amanda. Oh my god, I almost lost that water all over the place. Holy shit. Was he even alive? <laughs> well, he would have been what, like 10? Oh god, he was a small baby. Yeah. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ, that one got me so good. <laughs> How long ago was, were those fucking albums? Like but 10, 15 only, years ago? So not only that, but he comes out and like full fucking black parade garb with the yeah. like marching band outfit and full fucking face paint it was and like you said like he cut I, okay so I got to see him live at the GCW event and you nailed it when you're like he just kind of has no emotions yeah like 
it's you cannot tell with this dude he just comes out and it's like okay we're wrestling and he just kind of reminds me of like um like a 90s metalhead stoner kid yeah exactly like those are the vibes he gives off and then so like him him coming out the way he did I was just like what is happening yeah and then he came out and the whole crowd saying black parade and Nick Gage is just screaming at people to like yell sing it louder yeah (laughs) it was just so silly anyway it was just really adorable and then when that music stopped and Effie came out he was just like let's give it up for Effie okay I love that everyone just calls Effie daddy now like yeah amazing um also I I love that like Nick Cage even said it yeah yeah I'm dying Nick Cage is too perfect like Mm -hmm. how are you so fucking great you like I don't know I think knowing that guy's backstory and like everything that he has gone through he 100% could have backslid into a very dark personality and type of dude and instead he's just like this adorable person well I think he had everybody around him lifting him up too like they weren't gonna let him fall again so well and he like accepted the help which is huge yeah so we love Nick Gage in this house we do um so at this point okay so Amanda was disappointed with Effie's choice I was not because I I am a big All-American Rejects fan especially that first album I'm a fan but I thought let's consult the thing too oh they're going they're absolutely going to say that's not a thing let's consult is this email it's not an email Ben I'll let you in on a little secret this is a pop punk Yes, it is a pop punk fan. It was a good, like, it was still a great entrance and he made it very fun and it was awesome. And his whole outfit was so, like, emo with the painted nails and the, the mesh fishnet top and everything. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just was kind of hoping for more of an emo band out of him. He also, his shirt that he replicated was one that I had, which was <laughs> a, um, it was a take on an Under Oath shirt that I used to have. Oh my god! That I stole from have my high school boyfriend. <laughs> have you seen the meme? <laughs> That's hmm. like, yeah, I listened to Under Oath, and then it like it's like <laughs> dude's bedroom, and it's like a, fu- a fucking full wall of Under Oath posters, and it's like an Under Oath bed set and everything. <laughs> like I was fucking dying laughing when I saw that meme. Oh my god. Because I feel like if you're into Under Oath, that's how into them you are. Like, yeah. There doesn't seem to be a middle ground. No, everyone loves Under Oath. Um. <laughs> still not an emo band but anyway yeah so everyone's screaming emo daddy at effie yes um his bleach mullet hair is such perfection with that mustache he is doing i don't know i like whatever's going on with him and matt cardona aka zach Ryder, is giving me life his bleached (laughs) mullet is like beautiful it's too good I, it's giving him just this weird power. It is. And uh, he's wearing more crop tops than ever. We approve. So, yeah, we 100% approve of dudes in crop tops. Mm. Um, I feel like Effie is turning into 80s horror characters. Oh, yeah. Because, like, 
in the old 80s horror movies everybody's at a crop top <laughs> like yeah. had crazy ass hair mm-hmm. and those mustaches no he's he's everything i could have ever asked for in a person 100 percent, 100 percent. um this match was crazy <laughs> this match was fucking nuts um <laughs> You know, one point their feelings <laughs> like they really like okay they did both really play into this and at one point they did both pout in the ring and they like, kind of do the like I hate you yes and they yeah. got really pouty and like yes. <laughs> and then they just went back to like hitting each other um Effie did this thing where he got very close to uh Jimmy Lloyd's chest and was like rubbing it and putting his face on it (laughs) oh yeah and then kevin gill said like everyone needs a little physical touch or something like something like that (laughs) come okay everyone likes a little physical touch not i wanted to be like not everybody likes physical touch um i yeah like we specifically are people that are like do not touch me please yeah if i need physical touch i'll come to you too fucking funny also i love that in every single match of effie's he rubs his crotch on people oh yeah and he's been doing um matt cardona's moves lately oh which is like even funnier to me so he did like a (laughs) i think the rough rider onto jimmy lloyd and it was like oh buddy he has a move called under the rainbow and i love it Mm -hmm. yeah i love it (laughs) it's fucking awesome it's a sick move and i love what it's called it's just amazing uh effie might be one of those indies indie wrestlers that can just do no wrong for me yeah, like same you're phenomenal i love He's you just perfect yeah perfect in every way yep um this was fun i think that like okay so we're going into the intermission i think or, yes right yeah i think after this so effie wins yeah and then i think there was like the 15 minute intermission or whatever and oh, then we come oh, back wait. jimmy apologizes to effie oh did you see that part i think i might have missed it where was and then I? effie kisses jimmy lloyd oh yes i did see that yeah part. um effie then, everybody yeah i know <laughs> and then um yeah effie says fuck matt cardona and, and then the gauge <laughs> comes back and like puts them both over also which was like he's so silly um yeah but anyway um so we go into intermission so that was like the first half of the show. It was fun. It was. It was. There was a lot. A lot of emotion. A lot of stuff. <laughs> a um, lot of technical difficulties. Right. There's only two matches when we come back from the second half. That's the, correct. The scramble and then Jimmy Jacobs versus. Which was like a secret. Atticus. Nobody knew about. Oh. Oh, really? supposedly they were like oh my god this unsanctioned blah 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 match and i was just like okay guys we all knew it was coming come on yeah seriously um okay the second atticus came out i was like we're having a match (laughs) yeah seriously um well yeah because they talked about jimmy jacobs for like the whole week up leading up to this but anyway um okay so we come back and marco stunts on on the stage with his guitar with his guitar um okay this is gonna sound mean it's not meant to be mean it's just gonna sound mean probably because of the tone of my voice 
I don't want to see Marco Stunt playing guitar. I want to see Marco Stunt wrestling and doing flippy doos off of the top ropes and things like that. Um, now, that's not to say that he isn't talented and that he didn't do a great job on the acoustic guitar. It's just not what I show up for when I see Margot Stunt. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he played a yellow card song and everybody was singing along, which was nice. And then he played Stacy's mom, and I kind of lost it a little bit. Lost it in a bad way. Oh. You lost me when you started playing Stacy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I missed the first one because I went too far past the intermission. Oh, and okay. I was watching it on my phone, so it's so hard on Fight TV to like, like, pinpoint exactly. So I'm like, fuck this, it's fine. Um, and then once I heard Stacy's mom, I'm like, oh, I absolutely cannot. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, um, I'm done. But I've heard Marco play before, and it's pretty like it's good. Like. He's he's good. I know he's he's doing stuff. So good for you, Marco. Getting out there, doing doing things. Well, and I was like, Scott and I were talking about this a little bit about the whole like it's got to be nerve wracking when you're already fairly well known, and then you come out, but you're doing something that you're not well known for. Like yeah. you so fucking nervous for that. I'm like, I'm nervous doing the thing I know how to do. <laughs> Seriously like yeah no thanks i'm cool on that <laughs> seriously um okay so this was the six man scramble so um someone else was supposed to be in this so um alex zane was supposed to be in this but his flight was canceled so uh yoga ended up taking his spot and so i wanted to know what alex zane would have came out to now, yeah, it would have been AJ Gray came out to Limp Biscuit. I was like sad and not sad all at the same time. <laughs> I think it was fine because in the emo, like if you're emo and you have friends, you always are friends with like the metalhead kids too. AJ Gray <laughs> is like your older metalhead kid friend who's like, hey, I'll hang out with you, you fucking emo kid. Come here. Like, <laughs> so I think I thought it was fine. It was it was a fun little like energy boost because what everybody what knows. AJ, yeah, what is AJ Gray gonna come out to? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like everybody knows the Limp Biscuit song, so you can always sing along to them. So yeah. it was kind of like a good energy boost leading into you know the last of the matches. Yeah. Um, my favorite was the commentator singing along the entire time. <laughs> Again, Gavin Gill, come on, like. <laughs> just fucking killing me um tony deppin was also in this match he came out to the get up kids so ashley who absolutely hates tony deppin so much can no longer hate him all that much because he came out to the get up kids came out to mass pike which is one of my favorite bands and um he had glasses which was kind of adorable but i'm still not the biggest i'll hate him for both of us thank you thanks you take my little ounce of hate i'm not allowed to yeah the minute he came out i was like no no and then the entire rest of the match i was just like no unacceptable (laughs) no especially with the whole like hollywood's favorite wrestler shut up this guy oh my god i said this last night and i feel a little bad but i'm gonna say it again this fool is straight up great value la night Oh shit, Amanda's throwing that out there. 
I'm throwing a lot of shade. <laughs> Those well, are just the vibes I get. He's he's really, really good at being really bad. Mm. Like he's he's got that MJF like shithead way about him. Ah. But like apparently in real life he's as sweet as pie. But like he's really good at making you hate him. All right. Well, so, then I guess job well done. Yeah. Because <laughs> I fucking hate Tony Deppin. <laughs> um, uh, then we had Cole Radrick come out to hit the lights. Yeah. Which, again, not an emo band, but I knew the song, so I was excited. <laughs> I thought that was actually a really good entrance. I thought all of them had pretty good entrances. Yeah, I would agree. The For this like whatever the fuck kind of match it's called what is it smash scramble scramble thank you scramble i knew it was an s word i'll get there um (laughs) smash um for this scramble i liked the entrances a lot more yeah me too felt more energetic um i don't know what yoya came out to but i couldn't figure it out either that motherfucker holy shit yeah holy shit he was a great replacement for the dude that couldn't make it like yeah holy fuck oh my god treehouse lee is treehouse lee he's, he's doing exactly insane he was doing exactly what nick cage nick gage told us to do which was be ourselves he came out in a fucking phantom of the opera shirt he did and he did it was amazing i don't know how i feel about it <laughs> like but he backed it up with some gnarly wrestling oh my god yeah so i was like boy get it like fuck you're rad i thought he was gonna come out to a glass jaw song because he was using glass jaw lyrics for his like promo stuff but i know is glass jaw an emo band or would they consider be a screamo band post hardcore oh okay god I want to be like, what is an emo band in the thing? And then tell me. Oh, do you want to know? I got yeah, one for you. Here, give me a, an can emo you, band. Can you guess one? Can I guess one? Dashboard confession. Yes. Yeah. That's not going to be an emo band. Watch it be like a fucking. No, that's, that is else. one. Oh, okay, good. All right, I got one then. Yeah. Sick. Um, and then last but not least is Jordan Oliver, who comes out to a Green Day song. Not an emo band. <laughs> <laughs> and not a band that I can tolerate you coming out to on emo fight night. Like, Mm-mm. for whatever reason, Limp Biscuit, I was down for it. This, not so much. Mm-mm. A slow song does not make an emo song. <laughs> not in this home not in this house um so then it pops off it goes hard and it's the craziest fucking scramble i've seen Mm -hmm. holy shit these dudes were flying all over the fucking place treehouse lee jumped from the top rope at one point and fucking i did he land on tony deppin no, 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 no. He landed on Yoya and was just, I'm like, did he kill that man? <laughs> well, and even Yoya was like all mm. over the fucking place like a spider monkey. Jesus. If I can he- see Yoya and, and Treehouse Lee in a, is, has there been one just those two? Because that's what I want to see. 
that would be a good match because they're both like on the level mm-hmm. as far as like stunt work we'll say mm-hmm. holy shit it was so oh, fast paced yeah. yo he's like this big you guys can't see this but i'm making like the width that I can make with two fingers is how big Yoya is. I think they said he was five two. Yeah, and he's one hundred and twenty five pounds. Jesus, this guy weighs as much as one of my thighs weighs. Like, like you could fucking throw that man. And oh, AJ Gray was so rough when he was like picking him up and choke slamming him. I was like, you're gonna kill him. AJ Gray's lariat can like fucking kill you. Like I thought he was going to just go through someone's chest with his arm and so i saw aj gray against lee moriarty at that gcw event i'm Mm -hmm. sorry i keep bringing it up but it's the only like other Mm match gcw match i have as a reference Mm -hmm. and like this aj gray at emo fight was much more fun than aj gray versus lee moriarty Mm. which i'm like you're going against lee moriarty so i get it so it was fun seeing him in what felt like more of a comfortable setting for him. Well, maybe he just had more people that he could um, just, you know, fuck around with. Probably. And yo, again, Yoya, probably the best substitute you could bring in. That fucking dude, he like did some crazy ass fucking flip with a person from the top rope. And then was it Deppin that came in? Mm-hmm. Was it Jordan Oliver that came in and then fucking like flipped all of them? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a big, big old pile of boys. It, some of the fucking moves that were done in this scramble were off the fucking chain. Seriously. This match was sick as fuck. And then um, I, oh, Treehouse Lee won. Yeah. The ending was kind of weird for me though. It was a smidge odd. Yeah. Sure. So like Treehouse Lee won, but then we're playing another Limp Biscuit song. Yeah, that didn't make sense for me either, but everyone went nuts and like um I did like their little sing along. It was kind of cute. It was a it was like a straight up karaoke party for Limp Biscuit. Seriously. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and like everybody just stayed in the ring bouncing around singing along. It was fantastic. Yeah too fucking funny um, um this, me okay so do you want to cut to the main event all right this was Jimmy oh, this was also like a very strange main event the whole fucking ending was weird the whole fucking ending was weird jimmy jacobs i don't know who you are you came out in a very flamboyant flashy cheetah print blazer thing with it was a like scarf a, it was like a silver yeah cheetah print right yeah, it was odd. You just gave me major like Aerosmith of the VMA vibes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Allie Catch did his eyeliner. I know that much. <laughs> That's about all I have on Jimmy Jacobs because I do not know the background on this fella. Okay, so but he, he used, used to be out- like a uh, Ring of Honor dude. Oh, okay. So he was going to come out and sing a song. So we we're going to end Emo Fight with a song. Yeah, his song that he made a long time ago for his wife slash girlfriend, I think. <laughs> wife now? I believe they're believe they're still together. Oh, okay. I mean, it seemed that way, but I wasn't sure if it was gimmick or not. Me either. I'm not I'm not really sure. I am not up to date on my Jimmy Jacobs either. Oh, okay. So nobody knows about Jimmy Jacobs anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm sure people do, just not in this in this space currently. If you'd like to tell us about Jimmy Jacobs, please let us know. You yeah, know how well, to reach us. We'd yeah. love to hear it. Um. So then, like the music starts, I swear to God, five notes in, he gets interrupted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by Atticus from 440 yeah okay and I think that's who uh Bussy fought at the GCW event I was at right I think so because I was like what's 440 I said it weird or something and you're like no it's like an area code oh yeah because you said 440 or something (laughs) that's right I said 440 and you're like no it's an area code (laughs) yeah so he goes like Atticus goes hard on Jimmy Jacobs though and is like, oh, you're, you don't probably don't even remember the lyrics you're snorting Vicodin again. <laughs> Some he shit. got rough. Just like crazy. And then they go at it. Jimmy Jacobs. Okay, Allie is also on commentary and did you hear her when she was like, I know disappointment. My favorite band Copeland kicked or like a uh, died. Died. I was like, oh, you're I I love you, Allie, but you're still a baby. And I know you said that your favorite band is Copeland, but like also how old were you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's a fine. You can have Copeland as your favorite band. I get it. Um but Allie Cat Allie Catch on commentary was probably my favorite part. Yeah. It, <laughs> she can she can stay on commentary. Um 100 percent But yeah, so fucking Jimmy Jacobs like kicks his sparkly shoes off and she's like, look, he took his sparkly shoes off. <laughs> to use as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, also, so her, her hatred right. for Atticus was something fucking fierce. Yeah. Like she had a lot of shit talking to say. I was enjoying every moment of it because she can back it up. Yeah, seriously. Um, Atticus at one point bit Jimmy's toes. yeah it was fucking weird it was fucking weird and this was all like just a lead up so he could sing his stupid song yeah my favorite part is like the whole thing ends and then like the music starts and somebody hands him a mic and I was like oh oh we're go. oh we are singing okay we're singing that's fine like what the fuck yeah and then the chick I guess that he wrote the song about his possibly current wife we're not a hundred percent um like oh well she comes into the ring and she beats up Atticus for a second mm-hmm. and then and then she's just standing in the ring getting this song sung to her mm-hmm. um which I have to imagine would be kind of awkward right mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna stand here not doing anything while you sing the song to me and, and he of, was like, like touching her and stuff. <laughs> oh. maybe it's just because they don't like to be touched especially especially in front of like all those people like no this is like a private thing (laughs) yeah okay she was a wrestler too oh okay well that makes sense why she came in did the move she did we probably could have just ended on the scramble and been okay yeah we really could have just ended on the scramble you could have just let jimmy jacobs sing his damn song it would have been fine yeah so yeah interesting Um, 10 out of 10 (laughs) fuck 10 out of 10 um i have two you have two okay i have two it's ally catch and effie yeah 100 percent. i would probably fucking crop top 
Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to say minor, probably. Effie and Dylan McKay. Oh, okay, okay. I like that word. Oh, I need to look up how young this man is, though, before I feel just. <laughs> I've stopped even worrying about that at this point. <laughs> oh my god, Dylan McKay is also the name. <laughs> Dylan on 90210. I just remembered that. Fuck! Okay! That's <laughs> what we thought. And I was like, no, I don't know. That's hilarious. Okay, so um, I asked Amanda what her entrance music would be if she had to have her emo music at emo fight keep in mind we are also gatekeeping ourselves because yes at least i know one of my bands that i picked for my entrance music is not an emo band amanda (laughs) um according to is this band emo neither of the bands that i picked are hell yeah (laughs) hell yeah um so I have two choices one of them is definitely not an emo band I know that but this album with these particular songs on it just has a very emotional feel so I went with it um the particular song is Wretched World by Converge okay now it's not your typical Converge music it's like slowed down dark gloomy doomy like it's so sick um and it's very fitting, I think. Does that mean we finally have a Converge song on the have I not playlist? On I don't think we have. I'm shocked I haven't put Homewrecker on there yet. Oh my god. What is wrong with me? I thought we've been waiting. Well, here it is, people. Finally, my favorite band ends up on the fucking... Oh yeah, I'm going through it right yeah, now. There no. Mm-mm. how i've put like 20 fucking data remember songs on here yeah i've been Sorry, waiting <laughs> and then i fucking throw them up for emo <laughs> that's amazing um they're very like they're a very hard band so it's funny yeah. that i'm throwing them for emo but whatever wretched world converge um and then my actual what i would consider emo choice is pin your wings down by copeland hell yeah specifically because the first verse i feel was written for me my name is in it and they are they wrote that song for me you can't tell me anything else yep i don't even know those people but they wrote it for me 100 percent um but according to is this band emo copeland is not an emo band but i guess there's been like a lot of fighting about it yep (laughs) So, uh, I feel as though it's up for debate and they are an emo band. Yeah. Okay. Mine. I can't wait for yours. Yours are going to be good. So, (laughs) if I can set the scene for you. Please set it. I will come out with a shirt that says, this is very controversial as well. Oh. I just want to say that. Does it say of age? (laughs) <laughs> it does not say of age. Uh, mine is I slept with someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this, this stupid t-shirt. Fuck yes. But I wanted to say I slept with someone in GCW and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. Ah! <laughs> so that's my first one. Not also Fall Out Boy's mommy Mo Um my second one is for Deathmatch, Ashley. Ooh, okay. 
Jimmy Eat World Bleed American. Oh, well, like, yeah, of course you picked a Jimmy Eat World song. And they are an emo band, so F everyone. They are an emo band. So, okay, so of the two of us, you're the only one that picked an emo band. Yeah. But I was actually, yeah, I was thinking about it for like a few days. And I was listening to Fall Boy's first album the other day. That shit still slaps. Straight up, dude. Well, and then that's when we saw them at Chain. Yeah. I don't even think they had put that album out yet. The first one? Yeah. It was just the EP, right? I think so. Yeah. Because my other one was going to be um, Pros and Cons of Breathing. So. Ooh, well, that's a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> just an oh old, old school fallout boy for you on this kind of Sunday morning. I think we just totally aged ourselves because we were talking about Fallout Boy before they had an actual album out. <laughs> and now they're like huge. 2003. God. Didn't they open for like a hardcore band? Um, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I they thought to- I remember that show being soups weird. We used to always see them with hardcore bands. That's right. I believe the first time we saw, we saw a Fallout Boy it was with Falling Cycle. I would not be surprised by that. <laughs> and we have seen them with The Beautiful Mistake quite a few times. Jesus fucking Christ, The Beautiful Mistake. That's an emo band. That's an emo band. <laughs> I don't know Circle how. Parade fuckers. Light a match, Shug. Oh my god. <laughs> I just want I just want nonstop t-shirts of song titles from emo bands. <laughs> That's all I want now. You should just make shirts that say freaking light a match. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, that's been emo fight with us. So that was GC Dub's emo fight. Thanks for time traveling with us back to our heyday. To the early 2000s. <laughs> Where me and Amanda used to go to shows at YMCA's and break into oh gymnasiums God. and steal shit. Okay, so that's it for today. That was GCW emo fight. Um, oh, tell us what your emo entrance music would be and we'll tell you if the band is emo or not. Yeah, if you really want to know. <laughs> I think at this point, I'm like, I don't even want to know if the band is emo. I just yeah. want to continue to live in my bubble about it <laughs> i just want to know what people's um what people's entrance music would be so just tell us i think it's fun yeah this one in particular was fun not just generalized entrance music like i yeah. want to know what your emo entrance music would yeah. be for sure yeah. tell us on instagram or tag us and we'll fucking we'll definitely get back at you seriously um, please you can find us on instagram at how to talk wrestling pod and on Twitter at HTTW pod. And there's stickers and a button available at how to talk to your friend or about wrestling.bigcartel.com. Um, and I think that's it. New shirts will be up for pre-order after our anniversary because we're celebrating. <laughs> we're gonna go see Shane Smith. Which I'm just gonna like fangirl so hard on that. It's gonna yeah. be fun. So yeah, um, happy anniversary to us. Enjoy Woo-hoo. your guys this week. Hydrate, please. 
um send us your emo entrance songs i'm very interested now (laughs) yeah we'd love to hear it all righty well have a good one guys Bye. bye this has been a count out podcast hi guys this is lauren this is michael and this is your dose of death podcast if you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling look no further as me and mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling whether it's interviews show reviews or everything in between we have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling whether it's past present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast.